Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Today, we are going to be talking about Instagram. Instagram, Instagram content, Instagram reels. We have a very special guest with us today, Stephanie Sims. And Stephanie is someone who I would say is just a core, true entrepreneur. Someone who has tried many different businesses, done many different things. And because she is someone who is so intentional about the life that she is creating, she created a business almost by not even trying, doing so many different things. And one of those things just took off and it wasn't even something that she was focusing on. So I'm going to let her share a little bit about that. But she is a Instagram and content consultant and she has built an amazing, just real community. Something that I think a lot of people strive to do and what they do is they go and and try to hit numbers instead of trying to get quality. And she is someone who has been intentional about building quality people that she invests in, that has a real relationship, and that is something that you just don't see very often. And so I'm just really, really excited to have Stephanie Sims with us today because she just embodies so many of the things that we talk about, about going after a life that you want to create, being intentional about that, trying so many things, not giving up, how to actually use social media and digital media to grow, how to get your first client. It's just so many things and there's so much stuff that we talk about and I'm super excited. So Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us today and being a guest on this podcast. Hey, Josh, I'm so excited to be on your show today. Thank you for having me. It's amazing what a random message can do on Facebook. We're now connected and we connected weeks ago. And when I first messaged you and asked to be on the show, so much has changed, which I know we're going to talk about today. So I'm really excited to be here. Oh, thank you. We're excited to have you on. And I'm super excited to get started because we got to talk a little bit. And I one thing I love about you know, doing this is being able to meet amazing people like you and people who are like serial entrepreneurs and they just have it in their blood. And so um, you're talking to me a little bit about accidentally starting a business. And I think that is the most exciting and interesting thing I've heard all week. And so I want to get right into that. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I, I say I accidentally started a business or I started one out of an unexpected circumstance. So for myself, I have been one of those people for the last four years that post content, tries new projects, do all the things you're supposed to do to test things out with like no expectation. Um, all through those years, I've had a few different small product businesses. So two different apparel ones and one was a small candle business all of which were total like failures across the board in terms of those metrics of like generating revenue and like all that stuff, just totally sunk so much money and lost so much in it. But throughout all that time, I had to promote all of them on social media. So that's part of that, that story. And I always was posting on social media in some way. I shut down all of those different businesses that I was trying out back in late summer of 2021. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I know for sure one day I want to quit my job. I know I want to be an entrepreneur, but I don't know what it's going to be. So I'm not sure. I just, I know it's not going to be those things. Um, fast forward to November, 2021. 
I thought I was going to get into motivational speaking. I had an idea to start a podcast. So I decided to open up an Instagram to start fresh and uh, promote that podcast, promote my messaging, which was about taking action, having good habits, routines, and focusing on progress instead of perfection. And all through that time, again, I was that girl posting on the internet. I was using social media, again, posting consistently, doing all that stuff. And luckily I had a lot of skills in social media because of all those times that I had been using it for those businesses in the past. So I was able to jump into this new account really strong, grew several hundred followers in just a few months. What happened in January of 2022 was I had someone randomly reach out to me and say, Hey, I love your content. I'm new to it. I don't know what I'm doing. Do you mind if you share some tips with me? And I very nicely said, yeah, of course. Like I love helping people. Let's jump on a zoom call. We do the zoom call. And at the very end, she goes, so how much for your time? I went, how much for my time? What do you mean? How much for my time? She's like, like, how much do I owe you? Like what, what's your consulting fee? And I was like, oh, I was just being nice. Like I, like, I don't have a fee. But I messaged my friends afterwards, and most of my friends are entrepreneurs or have been in the past. And I said, guys, somebody just offered to pay me, and I didn't even know it was going to happen. It was like an accident that this happened. It was totally unexpected. And they immediately went, okay, so without even trying, you could have monetized a business that doesn't even exist. You have something here, Steph, and this might be the first time you really have something viable. So you need to roll with it. And I was like, okay, expert entrepreneur friends, I'm going to roll with it. So that was on February 5th or January 5th, sorry. And on February 4th, I confirmed my first client for a six week program. And a few days later, I confirmed my second one for my six week program. And between that time period of about 30 days, I had worked with a few different people doing that one hour consulting, those random hours like I had done with that first person, just to gather some initial information from who could I help and what are they looking for. That funneled right into a six-week program. And here I am today, six weeks later, running a business by accident. <laughs> I love that. That is that is awesome. Yeah. And I, you know what's funny is how many things you did and tried and were so consistent. And I feel like that is one of the things that really separates those from who succeeds and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And even though it wasn't in one of the areas that you thought it was going to be in, it was in something else in the medium that you're doing is one of those things that I know so many people need help with. I mean, you look on social media and there's all of these people who are trying to do what you were able to do just by kind of I don't want to say accident because you were intentionally doing things, but you were able to do it without that purpose that other people were doing, trying to build this, trying to build that, trying to build that. And, um, and I love that because I believe that that, that is a great mark of a true entrepreneur is just like, yep, we're going to do all of these things and we're going to try this and that consistency. And so tell us a little bit about what medium it's on, how you help, and a, and a couple tips because I know I need a couple. <laughs> okay, so what I'm doing is I'm a Instagram reels and content coach. 
Um, I love video content and I could even tell a story about how four years ago I told someone I would never be on camera, but that's a side note. But yeah, so I, I love being on video. I love speaking. I love hosting things. So video is a very natural place for me. And reels is also like the way, right? If you're on social media doing something, you know, you're hearing about reels. So that's why I primarily focus on that. I also, um, what I do is I, I help entrepreneurs or new creators who are using social media to promote something. So there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are um, a mindset coach or you are a personal trainer, things like that. That's who you are to your core. You need to use content in order to promote that business, but you to your core are not a creator versus I'm the opposite. I need a lot of help when it comes to building a business. I have a business coach, but I am a creator. I am so creative. I create things, which is why I went into small product business originally because I could hand make a lot of items. So I take my skills as a creator and I help you become the creator that you need to in order to grow your business or your personal brand. And I show you things all the way down to the basic editing of a reel and how to use your insights and your metrics to improve your content. Um, and also how to create content that, that leads to something so that you don't stay in the trap of someone who posts stuff on a hamster wheel just because you post content creating content that's actually leading to sales, clients, people downloading, whatever it might be, a follow, but actually follows through on something. And also building out a sustainable system of content creation that's consistent and works for you personally. There's a lot of talk about, you have to post once per day. That seems to be this like minimum standard. And posting once per day is absolutely very beneficial. And it's a great goal to strive for, but a lot of people jump into content and they're like, okay, now I have to create once per day. And that's not true when you're first starting out, you're probably not at the point where you can do that. And I wasn't a few years ago. And even just six months ago, I worked up to it over many years, very intentionally. So I help entrepreneurs and these new creators actually start from where you are now, create a sustainable system and foundation for you to start creating that content and build up to those milestones confidently and consistency, uh, consistently, and it actually leading somewhere. Man, okay, you said so many great things in there. I'm like, I'm gonna try to to just pick one thing and, and calm down and not <laughs> give you a million questions because there's so many things you said in there that was great. Um, one of the things is something that we talk about a lot, which is making sure that what you're doing is intentional and it's leading to somewhere, so leading to a sales. So I wanna make sure we definitely touch on that. But before that part, you had said that you know, you were someone who said you would never be on video and now you love video. Mm -hmm. And so what are some tips for some people like me who, you know, we, I have a face for podcasts, so that's why I'm doing this. Like yeah. you don't want to see me on video, uh, <laughs> some tips to kind of get started and, and be confident in that. Right. So when it comes to being on camera, um, it really all comes down to your mindset. And that's one of the things that I tackle first in my six week program is we go through and say, what are all the things you believe about social media? And what are all the negative things you think people think of you when you show up on their timeline? What are the insecurities? What's triggering you to feel like, ooh, I don't wanna be on camera. And a lot of it is you think you don't look good enough. You think that your story's not important enough. You think 
there's a bunch of people out there with already millions of followers. What's me adding myself to the mix? It's so saturated. I'll never, it'll never work out for me. So it's all of these really limiting beliefs that are really just negative perceptions of yourself that are really just untrue. So there's a few things um, that I can, I can offer. So the first thing is when you are creating something and you're showing up on camera and you're going, oh my gosh, you know, I look bad. People aren't going to like me, whatever, any of those things. Ask yourself this. If I saw this show up on my timeline from somebody else, would I care? Probably not. You either are going to scroll past so fast that you didn't have time to form an opinion, or you listen to the first few seconds, you're like, eh, not really for me, and you scroll past the next one. So again, like no opinion, no one really cares. Or you end up being so valuable to people that they stay on and they love you. They love everything about you. So there's really no losing there. Either people are going to be neutral at, at the least, or they're going to love you at the very, very most. So you really win kind of either way, but you definitely don't lose. And the second thing is to practice. So a lot of people sit down and go, okay, I'm going to show up on camera now. Let's go. They're not in the right headspace. They don't feel good about it. So practice on camera like it's the real thing, but don't post that first one. Just get comfortable with the physical being of showing up on camera, whether it's in a story, it's an IG live, it's a reel, it's a TikTok, whatever it is. Put yourself in that physical space, know what it feels like, but the second time you do it, post that one. And that's where you get really into it and you go, okay, so now I'm kind of comfortable. Now I'm going to build my confidence by posting it online and putting it out there for the world. That's a great tip. I, almost like a rough draft. I, I don't think I've heard anyone give that tip before of, you know, it's almost like writing copy where you're like, yeah, that first one's going to be garbage. Don't put that out. <laughs> the second one, you're going to be like, get a little bit better. Yeah. So definitely I, I like that building up to it. That's, that's great. And so touching on the second part now, <laughs> of, uh, I'm like, of all the many things that you had said, um, which I would advise you guys to go back and listen to it. Cause there were a lot of things that she touched on really subtly that if you go back and dissect, there's gold in that. So once you start getting on camera and that mindset shift is, is such a big deal because that is, I mean, coaching just for the mindset part of it and then the practical application, that's, that's worth it enough guys. But doing that and then trying to do that consistently, I want to talk about kind of the two, two extremes, right? Because we, with business owners, it's the time issue, right? Not enough. And then with the new entrepreneurs, you, you have more time than money. And so you tend to do a lot, but what happens is you end up burning out because you do so much in the beginning and then business starts taking off and then you don't have time. It's that dynamic of what's too much, what's not enough, all of that. And I know you talk about that and share with people about like finding what's right for them. So what are some ways to find that medium of what's going to actually fit their schedule? So when it comes to creating stuff online, there is this, I think I mentioned earlier, this baseline, you have to post once per day. Okay. Yes. Do I agree with that? 100%. The thing is, is that when you're first starting out, especially, uh, even if you are very experienced in your business, but you're new into content, it's a different space. Jumping into that, it, it can be challenging because your skills are, might not be up to that par yet. You might not feel good about it yet. So you, you create stuff and you don't post it. You might even struggle with what am I supposed to post? Like the amount of people that I I've talked to and they're like, 
oh, I don't even know like what my niche is. I just post stuff. I'm like, okay, so we are not going to be talking about posting once a day if we're going to post randomly for no reason. It's not leading anywhere. So when it comes to building up to that consistency, start with where you are right now. And consistently doesn't mean showing up constantly. It Mm. means being reliable for your audience. So if posting once per week, every Monday, a carousel or a reel, whatever it is, if that's what you can commit to, because a reel takes you two hours to make and you got three kids and you got a mom to take care of and you have your job and you're like, I get it. Then do really, really well at once per week. When you keep practicing that, you're going to get faster at it. You're going to understand it better. You're going to improve. Suddenly it takes you half the time. Now you can do it twice per week and you can start building up to it rather than feeling like you have to jump all in and then you get overwhelmed and it's just not sustainable. The other aspect of that is people really focus. I actually posted about it today. Sometimes the reason why you feel like you can't post consistently and create consistent content is because you're focusing too much on the creation aspect and not the planning aspect. So every week I plan what I'm going to be creating and I do it every Saturday morning. Um, and if I, I could work more efficiently on it, so I could probably do it in like three to four hours. I usually do it in like five because I take my time. (laughs) Um, but I work through the filming and the captions and all that stuff really, really instantly, honestly, because I spent about two hours earlier in the week planning all of that out. So because of that planning, I've built a foundation for myself to be able to whip it off really, really fast. And the creation aspect is actually the fastest part. And it's the planning that takes the most time. Let, let's talk a little bit about that because there, there is that two things, right? Of like, you spend Saturdays planning, which I, I spend Sundays planning and same thing. I'm like, it could probably be a lot sooner, but coffee and kids and <laughs> distractions. <laughs> um, pairing, you know, that planning part, pairing with that. There's so many people who just post things, but it doesn't lead anywhere. It doesn't lead to a sale. Um, some people I know plan content, but don't know that second part of how to make that content an actual conversion tool of, to actually help them. You know, a trendy reel takes as much time as one that converts. And so how do you know the difference when you're doing something, when you're doing it right? And when you're doing something that's just going to get a lot of likes, but isn't going to help you. Right. So in my experience, the more important thing to do is to build community. So you post, 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 that's cool. But when you're just posting, that's like any company that could put out a product and say, now come to me, you want it, come to me. And it's like, yeah, but did you go out there and actually build a relationship with your audience? So when I see who's downloading my freebie, they are all people that I have spoken to in DMS directly. They've either gone and found it themselves after I've had interaction with them. That's very personal, not salesy, not like, Hey, I have a freebie, go and download it actually getting to know them or I get to know them. They say, I have these certain things. And I say, Hey, you know what? Go and download my free ebook. Here's the link. So I've built that interaction with them in that relationship where they feel like, okay, actually this could really be helpful for me. And she's not just talking to me because she wants to sell me on something. 
And so over time, I've built this community of people that um, I've either found myself that I start building a relationship with them or they've found me and they just comment once, but immediately I save them uh, their profile and I go back and I offer value to them. Hey, I noticed you show up. Thank you so much. Let me know how I can support you. People love that. They'll either say thanks or I've had someone spill out a life story to me and he's like one of my number one fans. Like I get messages from him all the time. And so you can create content and that's going to show what you can do. It shows what you offer. It gives people the education they're looking for, the motivation, whatever it might be. It might let people know of what you're offering to them, but to actually get them to potentially convert, you're going to have to nurture those, those people a little bit. And that's how I've actually been able to have all my clients is I've had some kind of relationship with them on Instagram. That's always been more personal first. And then it led into a sale. That's so great. A lot of people talk about community, but they don't know what it means to actually build a community. So yeah. that explanation was great because yes, that that nurturing, that having conversations, that's actually the community part. Sometimes when we hear that community, it's like a buzzword, right? We're like, that just means a big following. No, that means that back and forth relationship. Yeah. So that's great. Well, I'll say this, my, my following today reached just over 470 followers. A lot of people will be like, okay, big what? What about 20,000? What about 100,000? Like, what can you do at a few hundred followers? But today I did an Instagram live. Last night, what I did was I went to everyone that I've had interactions with that were genuine. Okay. So I don't approach them being like, I'm going to close a sale on them one day. I actually approach them getting to know them. Um, and do they fall into a category of could be a client one day? Yeah, maybe. But that's not why I talk to them. The second thing is I went last night with a voice note. They're more personal than a message. Hey, Josh, love seeing you show up on your Instagram. You've been doing so well. Um, just want to let you know I have a live tomorrow. It's about the following things. I know we've spoken about that you've had that issue before. I think it's going to be really helpful. Here's the link also to the reminder. Great. Responses are either, hey, I'm going to be at work or whatever, but thanks for letting me know. Some people actually showed up and watched the whole thing. Um, and I got another DM today from a guy who joined because it was a guest live. So I had somebody else. So it showed up on her profile and he was following her. He then followed me. I then said, Hey, thanks for the follow. And thanks for showing up. I appreciate you. And he said, you're so great. You're so relatable. And I even recommended you to one of my friends. And so just like that, I've had someone go out and do the work for me. And I've resonated with people personally that just after 20 minutes on a live where all I did was say, hey, like notice that you were there. He's actually gone out and helped me build my community. <laughs> so that's how important it is to just be personal and be genuine with people. And you don't have to approach them going, I'm going to close a sale on them. They're going to be a client one day. Just go and start talking to people and they they will come. You know, that that is so funny because we... So one of the things that we talk about here is, is that part, right? Is marketing for sales, not for likes. And so like my, my Instagram following is like at under a thousand right now. Yeah. And a lot of people, same thing. They'd be like, well, you know, I have a million followers. I have 20, 22,000 followers and all that stuff. But the difference was I was able to, to have enough clients to generate, you know, uh, over $150,000 from my thousand dollar for my, for my thousand followers versus having a million and not knowing how to generate one sale from that. And so you're, you're exactly in the right spot. So glad to have you here because that is exactly what 
what we need to be intentional about the, the our community. And I, I believe you're displaying that wonderfully. One of the things that I, I want to touch on um, is, and I, I said it a little bit, but if you can elaborate on it, which is the, I want to say tenacity and consistency of being an entrepreneur. You had said that you had started some things and they didn't work out and it didn't go the way you thought, but you kept going and and now and now this birth and it's amazing. Tell us a little bit about what it takes to be an entrepreneur and and that journey. In in my experience, it's attached to you wanting to be to be that. Like genuinely wanting to embody that as a human being and not just because you could make a lot of money, uh, because I've never made any money off of what I've done until just this current venture after three to four years of trying, but I still tried and I sunk a lot of money into small businesses, um, a lot more than I thought I would considering how small they are, uh, but never made a dollar, but I wanted more. And what entrepreneurship represents for me is I don't want to work a nine to five. The reason why I don't want to work a nine to five is because I want time and location and financial freedom. So to me, entrepreneurship represents a higher earning potential for me. Um, because other than that, I work a nine to five. My options are I can go back to school and get a master's to maybe get a management job. That's going to peak off somewhere. And that's kind of where it's going to go. Or I stay what I'm doing now and I make what I make and that's kind of it. Uh, but for me, I want... I do online business as well, because again, I want that time and location freedom. I can go wherever I want. I don't know where yet, but I can go wherever <laughs> I want. I can work from wherever I want and I can set my own hours. So I don't have to be nine to five from Monday to Friday. I can do whatever I want as long as it serves my clients as well. Um, but I really, really wanted to, I want to build these aspects of life for myself. And entrepreneurship is the way for me to go for the things that I want. So I'm not in it because I could make a lot of money so I could buy stuff. I'm in it because I can have money come to me in a certain way that provides me the life that I am seeking. But that's the purpose aspect. And then underneath it is you really want, you have to really want that. Whatever it might be for you. Maybe it is just making a lot of money so you can buy stuff. Sure, whatever it is but you have to really, really want that so that you are constantly trying to achieve it. It has to be motivating enough nonstop for you to even do it when you don't feel like it. Even on the days where, man, sometimes, you know, you try to stay on your schedule and you just, you just don't. And there is a difference between when it's 11 o'clock, you're not done yet. You've probably got another hour or so to go. Are you going to finish that task so you're on track? Or are you going to say, screw it, I'll do it tomorrow? It's those little things. Who's going to stay up late? Who's going to not go and hang out with their friends that one time so that they can really get this stuff done? You are so right. I mean, and there is no way to to really explain or give justice to that drive of doing things over and over and having that discipline to stay that one extra hour and to do that. And, and I, I love the transparency. Thank you of, you know, certain, they didn't work. The first one didn't work. The second one didn't work. And some, and if you look at social media, it looks like, yeah, every time, you know, just 
put your course up. It's great. People are going to buy. And, you know, I'm a millionaire now and we did this. And I'm like, that's not how this works. <laughs> I wish it was, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely not that simple, but it's definitely not as hard. I think as sometimes it may feel like, and, and I know that because I, I've thought things are really hard. And as I've gotten more experience in all of these things that I've tried and failed and whatever, something I tell myself all the time is, listen, crazier things have happened on this planet to the point where we are leaving the planet to do crazy things. (laughs) So what you're doing on this planet is probably not that hard. You're probably just need, you're just missing a piece. And it's out there. You just have to go find it. But it exists if you go and look for it. That's great. If people want to want to follow you, want to connect with you, want to be a part of a real community, um, how can they find you? How do they get in touch? Yeah, so my main form of contact would be on my Instagram. It's Steph, S-T-E-P-H-K, just the letter K, Sim, Steph K Sim. That's where you can find me. That's it. I'm 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 an open door on there. If you want to DM me, you want to book me to chat, totally cool. I love it. I want to learn about everyone and how, what I can do to support people. So you can find me there. Follow me for great tips about content creation and uh, reach out anytime. I love that. And guys, we're going to have that link uh, to our Instagram in the show notes because I know that sometimes when we're driving or we're walking or we're doing stuff, it's really hard to you know, write everything down and stop and pull out your phone. So we'll have that link so you can just click it and go straight to her. Um, one of the things is you had talked about um, a podcast. Yes. That you have a podcast. So where do we find that podcast and what do you talk about? Okay. Yeah. So my podcast, I can't believe I totally forgot about it. So my podcast is called, <laughs> my podcast gotcha. is called, yeah, it's called Start Here, Start Now. Um, it includes stuff about mindset, goal setting, and I'm mixing in some stuff about entrepreneurship and content creation. Uh, at the very end of each episode, they're guest interview episodes. Um, at the end of each one, I ask every guest, what is one thing we can all do right after listening to start? And then whatever the theme of that episode was. So for example, one of the most popular episodes was actually during my launch was about sustainable goal setting. Um, creating goals and achievement structures for sustainable success in the long run. And I said, what is some one thing we can all do to start achieving sustainably and setting goals? Like, so that's, that's an example. Um, it's called start here, start now available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and Google podcasts. You can also find me on Instagram for that at start here underscore start now. And if you go to my personal profile, Steph Kaysen, you'll also see it tagged in my bio. Awesome. Great actually do that now what is one thing that someone can do um to start their instagram journey the first thing you need to do to start your instagram journey is choose one topic one this is this is where you start to figure out your niche um a lot of times people go and they just start posting that's cool but if you if you kind of want to be in a certain space a leader in something like choose everything that you know that you could be an expert in and be like, which one do I actually see myself doing over and over and over again, talking about over and over and over again, you can't stop me. Choose that and start there. Once you start building, unless you know very specifically, let's say like, let's say you're into health and fitness. I specifically want to target girls who are 25 and younger who are in 
school. Cool. So you know that very specifically, but let's say it's health and fitness for women or something. Post about that. Test out your content for a minimum of a month, but consistently for two to three. Don't worry about if it performs or not. Don't blame the algorithm. Just post and gather the data. What are people responding to? What didn't go well? What do you think you can improve on? And then redo the cycle for another one to three months. That is great. I, you know what? I'm like, actually, I have another question because you talked about the algorithm. And so I definitely want to talk about the algorithm. I posted a story today that I actually got more replies on than I, than I thought I would, which was um, I just a screenshot because I had been lacking on my on my um, Instagram. I always say IG for some reason. I would, I've been lacking on that. So for the last 30 days, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be intentional about being on there and commenting and making sure that I'm actually interacting with with um, my community. And so all of my stats, you know, the the engagement, the reach, all that stuff was just like, you know, 300% more, 200% more, you know, 200% more. And so I, I was like, awesome. Like one little thing, like being intentional about this, you know, changes everything, changes a dead Instagram to something that's live. And uh, I think the most commented thing was just like, how'd you hack the algorithm? What are you doing to hack the algorithm? Like all of this stuff. So I want to, I want uh, to get your take on, on that, on the algorithm and all of these, you know, people who are always talking about like how you hack the algorithm and what you do and all this fun stuff. So I find that um, there's a lot of things where it's because of your hashtags. It's because of the algorithm. It didn't work because of this and that it makes you feel very powerless because you feel like you fall victim to all of these external things that are so far beyond your control and don't even feel tangible. Like what is the algorithm? Like, So how do you, how do you actually work around that? And I would say, does the algorithm exist? Yes. Are there ideal times to post? Yes. Do hashtags provide benefits? Yes. They are something, but they're not everything. So what you should be focused on is adding value to your audience. And if something's not working, if it's consistently tanking, reevaluate. Something's not going right. Change it. Test something out. Go through it all. If you have a story that seemed to go really well all of a sudden, try it again. See what happens when you do it again. Was it a one-off thing or can you repeat it? And when you can start repeating it, then it's like, oh, well, now I'm gathering more data that maybe my audience really likes this from me and I should keep doing that. So always be valuable to your audience. Don't worry so much about all of these things externally. They are something, but they're not everything. And ultimately you can control what you're posting and you can control how much quality and how much improvement and dedication you want to put into it. So look at your own stats and then sort out your next, uh, your next move. That is great advice. I love that. That so in line with with the way we think and what and what we believe here too. So Steph, it has been a pleasure to have you as a guest. Thank you so much for sharing your tips and for all your wisdom. And guys, go follow her and I'm sure you'll be seeing her soon. Thank you so much, Josh. Thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate you and I hope to see you over on Instagram. And go follow her, guys. So guys, thanks for spending a little time with us. Until next time, bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh 
almost sr that's j o s h o l m o s s r or linkedin joshua almost or website josholdmostsr.com I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.